Welcome to Joy. I'm your host, Danette Crawford, and in every episode, I'm going to empower you to live a life of victory as I encourage you through real life discussions in powerful biblical teaching. No matter what storm you're facing today, remember, God has the power to turn it around. So let's jump into today's teaching. Thank you for joining me today for Joy. I'm Danette Crawford, and I'm excited about the message that God has put on my heart for you. From brokenness to wholeness. You know, all of us go through times of emotional brokenness, but God doesn't want us to stay there. Jesus has paid the price for you to be healed, not just physically healed, but emotionally and mentally healed. God wants to take you from that place of brokenness, from the pit of brokenness to the peak of healing and wholeness. Just like you, just like all of us, I've been through a lot of brokenness in my life. But what I've learned is Jesus is the healer. Maybe today you're overwhelmed with emotional pain and you're just in a place where you feel stuck. Well, God wants to heal you and he wants you to get unstuck. You know, in the Garden of Eden, that's where it all began. Man had all of their needs met. Adam and Eve had all of their needs met in their relationship with God, their union and communion with God. But when they fell, when they fell in sin and they had a broken relationship with God, that's when everything went bad. And that's where emotional brokenness began. You know, God has made all of us with different needs. God has created us this way, where we all need to feel loved, we all need to feel significant, and we all need to feel secure. You might say, oh no, not me. Oh yes, every single one of us. That's how God created us. And in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve had all of their needs met in their relationship with God. But as a result of sin, that changed. Let's look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat of the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die? Did God really say? You know, that's what the enemy always does. He tries to get us to doubt what God has said. I believe that some of you have a word from God, promises that God has given you, and the enemy bombards you trying to say, did God really say? Well, yes, God did really say. Even in the word of God. See, we've got to be in the word because it tells us who we are in Christ. And for us to be whole and for us to be healed, we need to know who we are in Christ. So you read the word and you believe God for everybody else. And you believe that all of these promises and things that God says about them are true, but you don't believe it about you. And we stay stuck in the place of brokenness. But today is your day. Yes, God really did say, and God wants to bring you to a place of wholeness and healing. We are all 
made in the image of God. And we're all made with that need to feel loved, significant, and secure. So what the enemy does is he tries to get us to be hurt and look for our needs to be met outside of God. That's what Adam and Eve did. And people today look for things outside of their relationship with God to cause them to feel loved, significant, and secure. If that's you today, pick up your phone. Let us pray for you. Give us a call at 757-420-2625. God doesn't want you in a place of pain. He wants to bring you to a place of wholeness. First John, let's look at First John chapter 4, verse 18. It says, Now there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. As a result of the fall of man and sin entering the world in the Garden of Eden, people love us with an imperfect love. You know, people can only love us with the love that they themselves know. And because of the fall of man, people love with an imperfect way, and so do we dysfunctional love, unhealthy love, creates fear, produces fear, enhances fear. When people break covenant with you, you know, I became a single mom. My husband told me five days before I delivered my daughter that he was leaving. So here I am, I'm in a marriage covenant for, for till death do us part, but then suddenly he leaves. So when we have broken covenants, it increases fear, it enhances fear, and fear multiplies in our life. But God wants you to know his perfect love because perfect love drives out fear. You know, what I've learned is fear can come in in different ways and different forms when people love us with an imperfect love. When somebody is abused, they're sexually or physically or verbally or emotionally abused. They're loved in an unhealthy way. A spirit of fear can come in when you're a child living in that. And what happens is if we don't deal with that spirit of fear, what happens is that fear can turn to depression. Maybe today you are depressed or you're discouraged and you really don't understand what's going on in your life. So many times it goes back to fear. God wants to set you free. And you become free by knowing his unconditional love for you. You know, all of the promises of God, the promises of God are conditional. The promises of God are conditional upon your obedience. But the love of God is unconditional. And God wants you to know that unconditional love. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. You know, fear is a spirit. And I believe that today, people more than ever are bound up in that spirit of fear. Are you dealing with fear? Maybe it's fear of rejection. Maybe it's fear of commitment. I talk to so many young men of God that are afraid to make a commitment. Can I tell you, being in a covenant relationship is a blessing from God. The enemy wants you to stay bound up in fear, but God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of power, Holy Ghost power, of love, agape love, God's kind of love, and a sound mind. He doesn't want you to be worried and fearful and anxious. He wants you to know his love 
and he wants to take you from the place of brokenness to the peak of wholeness. Well, all of us go through things in life. It's not what we go through in life that counts. It's how we go through it. It's that we are determined to get up out of our mess and go forward. Maybe today you find yourself in such a mess and you just feel like life is shattered all around you. Let us pray for you. Pick up your phone, 757-420-2625. I want to encourage you that this is not where your story ends. God's got great things in store for you. You know, so many times words are the root of our pain. Words are the root of our brokenness. Well, I want you to realize what God says about you. And it's so important for you to know what the word of God says about you and have your identity in that word and not the words of others. And you know what I always say? Don't ever let somebody else's issue be your issue. You know what? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if there's people that have spoke against you, that does not reflect who you are. That reflects who they are. And don't let their issue be your issue. And I always say, because we got enough of our own issues. God wants to bring you to the place of wholeness today. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. It says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. God wants you to be healed, spirit, soul, and body. You know, you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. So what is our soul? Our soul is our will, our emotions, and our natural mind. So many times where we get hung up is in our soul realm. Some of you today, you have soul ties that need to be broken. You've been in relationships with people that, have, that you've not been equally yoked with. Can I tell you, spirits are transferable. Just like I said that fear is a spirit, spirits are transferable. And some of you, you have spirits that have entered into your life, a spirit of fear, rage, anger, all of these things because of people that you're hanging out with. Well, God hasn't given you a spirit of fear and he wants you to be set free. So in your soul realm is the, your natural mind. Some of you, you need your mind renewed. You're still listening to words that people said to you 30 years ago. Today is your day. Pick up your phone, call us. Let us pray for you, 757-420-2625. God wants you to be whole, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally, he wants you to be strong. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 in the Amplified Version. I love it. It says, arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Many of you are at a place of depression and God is saying today's your day to arise, to get up out of that place. You've got to decide like I had to decide to get up out of your mess and go forward. Today's the day for you to decide I'm not going to quit in my pit. God has great things for me. 
but you have to make the choice. God wants you to break free. He wants you to break free from depression. He wants you to break free from discouragement. And he wants you to break free from all of the lies that the enemy has tried to bind you up with. Today's your day. God wants to take you from that place of brokenness to the peak of wholeness. That's not your destiny. Where you're at, that's not your final destination. God has so many amazing things for you, and he is declaring those things over you today. Right after this break, I'm going to come back with a special guest talking about from brokenness to wholeness today. No matter what you are facing, God has the power to turn your situation around. Be encouraged to keep going and not quit in the pit, because God is working on your behalf. When Danette became a single mom overnight, she discovered keys that helped her to come through a devastating situation victoriously. And she wants to share these life-changing keys with you. For a ministry gift of $35 or more, you can receive Danette's new 45-day devotional, Break Free, and her best-selling book, Don't Quit in the Pit. With this special offer, you'll be empowered to overcome any challenging circumstance that you're facing. Order today by calling 757-420-2625 or order online from our e-store at DanetteCrawford.com. You can also write us at Danette Crawford Ministries, P.O. Box 65036, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23467. Order today. God wants to take you from the pit of brokenness to the peak of wholeness. I'm excited about the guest that we have in the studio today, and I'm excited for her to share with you her testimony of overcoming that place of brokenness and rising up to a place of wholeness in Christ. Welcome with me. Veronica Smith. Veronica, I love you, girl. I have known you for years, and you've been such a blessing, you and your ministry. And I want you to share your story. When I was doing this teaching, it just reminded me of you. You became a young single mom overnight at the age of 21. Talk about a place, an unexpected place of brokenness. Tell us about it. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. It was really, um, you know, starting out and being so young as a single mom, one, one of the biggest things was that I was not just becoming a mother, but I was not married. Mm -hmm. And so I guess to go before that, I had grown up in church, so I knew what was right and what was wrong. And I fell into a place where I didn't do the right thing. And as a result of not doing the right thing, I had a consequence, you know, and it ended up being a mother who was unwed. Um, I was really young, didn't know what in the world I was going to do with this baby. And um, thank God that I had parents who were there to help me because if not, I believe things would have been a lot worse, mm -hmm. you know, but um, in that whole thing, I believe it took place as a result of looking for love in the wrong places. Mm. So because I was searching for love in the wrong places, I ended up in a situation that was really, it was really challenging, really difficult during that time. So you said you were raised in the church. Mm -hmm. So I've never asked you this before. Did you feel a sense of shame? Oh, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I, just having that whole process of, um, because I was serving in the church and to know that I had fallen and, and really stepped outside of the will of God, was um, 
it was really eye-opening for me. And um, I walked through a lot of shame during that season. You know, people can be so judgmental. It's like when my husband left me and I went through a divorce, people, I didn't say anything. So in, it, people didn't know details, trust me. And they automatically just judge. So I just thought about that, yeah. I can imagine. So you, you said that you were looking for love in all the wrong places. Well, now I look at you today and you have a wonderful love relationship with God and know who you are in Christ. So how did you get from that place of looking for love in all the wrong places to really knowing who you are in Christ? Um, I believe it was a, it was a process and it took time. Um, but the biggest part was, uh, getting to know who Jesus was mm. because that changed everything. So for so many years, I was, when I was saying looking for love in the wrong places, I was searching for that validation that love, that wholeness, that strength through other people, wow. um, through a mate, through a spouse or whatever. And, you know, one of my biggest dreams was always, I, all I wanted to ever do was just get married, have two children and live life happily ever after. And that did not happen. Mm. You know, things took another turn. And so I believe as a result of um, the brokenness where I was and knowing that I had stepped outside of the will of God, that I had broken, to me, I had literally broken the heart of God. Mm. Um, it caused me to reach out for him in a whole new way. And, you know, that's the unique thing about the Lord is that he accepts us in our low place. So even though I had stepped outside of the will of God, he was there to welcome me back to say, daughter, wow. come on back. It, nothing that I did ever changed the fact that I was still his daughter. And that's what changed everything for me wow. and gave me a new identity to realize I was a, his daughter. You know, I talk about in my book, Don't Quit in the Pit, about unpacking the bags. Mm -hmm. It's the emotional bags. You know, when I travel, <laughs> I am not good at traveling light, girl. <laughs> I, take, I take everything. Yeah. But you know, when we are just traveling through life emotionally, we can be carrying all the bags. Mm -hmm. So it's like we have to learn how to unpack those bags. Mm -hmm. Maybe today you have found yourself in a place where you are just in pain you're in shame and you're not exactly sure how you got there and you're definitely not sure how to get out. Can I tell you that God is the answer? God doesn't put shame on us. God loves us. His love for you hasn't changed. Just because of choices and decisions that you've made, God's unconditional love is for you today. Let us pray for you. Pick up your phone and give us a call, 757-420-2625. God wants to turn it around for you, and he wants you to process your pain. So the process, I always say that God wants us to process our pain, but the process is a process. We like quick and easy. We like microwave. You know, when we go and we order things at McDonald's, which I don't order at McDonald's, but we say combo number one, combo number two. We don't even take the time to order. The healing process is a process. So how did that process begin? And give us some steps and stages that you went through. Okay, I will say it was, it was slow. And the, I believe part of the reason why it was slow is because um, it was sort of like I had to be made over again. First, the areas of my heart had to be healed. Um, really before that, I had to recognize the pieces, the places inside of me that were broken and areas that were missing. Mm. Um, that were kind of empty. And so I had to get in a position where 
I said, okay, I've been looking to people. I've been looking to relationships that just were not working out for me. And I had to start identifying why am I searching in the wrong places? Why am I trying to get this from other people? And so in that, I just started the process of I had to open my heart up to the Lord and really rebuild my relationship with him. And I believe that really started me on the right path of really um, starting over again. And to find that new identity that was really solidified in the Lord, you know, because we're finite beings. We're, we're anything that we're, anything about us is, is temporary. It's not going to be lasting because we're finite. But right. everything about the Lord is everlasting, you know, so. You know what I think? I think a lot of times it's hard for us and the root is pride. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to say, you know what? I have an issue here. So when my husband left and I became a single mom, so I was nine months pregnant. Mm. It was five days before I delivered my daughter and my husband says he's leaving and he left. I had to look at myself and say, okay, I don't ever want to get in this situation again. And I want to successfully come out. And I believe a lot of times it's really hard for us to say, you know what? Let's deal with me. And then as you're going forward as a single mom, to even have the time to deal with you, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. And you know, one of the issues that I suffered with during that time was low self-esteem. Mm. So I didn't, my self-esteem was not really strong. It, it had really gotten to a place of brokenness because of our previous relationship. So I didn't feel like I was beautiful. I didn't feel like I had value. I didn't feel like I had a lot of worth. And, but Jesus changed all of that because I was able to find my worth, my value in him to know that I was precious. And so um, self-esteem and I didn't realize, you know, it really took years just from having that broken self-esteem that I would look in the mirror and wouldn't see beauty. You know, it took it took many, many years to get get through that. I'm telling you, I believe that is such a critical point for so many women and myself included, you know, I can remember now, now this is no fault of anyone, but growing up, I, I d- do not remember my dad or anyone looking at me and saying, you are beautiful. You're beautiful. And you know what? That is such a need for women. Yeah. And it is such a need that we need to speak into the lives of the young girls around us because if the right people are not telling them they're beautiful, Mm -hmm. I say JoJo will come along and tell them that all the things that they, that they want to hear. You know, I, I heard that when, when guys traffic girls, they will go to the malls. Listen, they will go to the mall to try to traffic our girls and they look for a young girl who's looks like they have low self-esteem. They're walking and they look down and they say, you're beautiful. And if they say, look them in the eye and they say, oh, thank you very much. They go on and get someone else because they know that they cannot break her. Mm -hmm. But if she looks down and doesn't make eye contact and says, oh, no, I'm not they know they can get her and it's an open door to the enemy. So it re- that's so key for us to know who we are in Christ. And it is a God given thing that women need to know that and they need to hear, hear it from the male. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Yes. And, and you know, once you know who you are in the Lord, it, I mean, it just changes absolutely 
everything. Mm -hmm. And that was the open door for me. It opened me up to a lot of broken relationships and a pattern of broken relationships, you know, so it was definitely an open door for me. Well, maybe today you need to know the unconditional love of God. You know, the promises of God are conditional. God will tell you he's got something for you, but then it's conditional upon your obedience. But God's love is so unconditional. People around you, Veronica, back then, were there certain things that people did or said that would build you up and encourage you and certain things that people would do or say that would kind of push you down? Teach us a little bit about that. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, you know, one was my parents. My parents, I always have been, my parents have always loved on me and tried to pour into me and tell me who I was. But I think it comes where you have to believe it. Yes. You know, because people can speak over you and speak life into you. But until you get to that place where you fully embrace it and believe it, to know that I'm amazing, that I'm strong, that I'm powerful, whatever it is, I had to finally get to a place where I believed it. But what was happening was I believed the lies. Wow. So the negative voices, the negative things that had been said to me, um, they had greater access. And until I was able to change, you know, through the power of God, change my mindset to realize, wait a minute, I've been walking, listening and believing these lies and negative things that somebody, because they're broken, they infiltrated their brokenness onto me, you know, and so finally hearing the voices of my parents and, and different ones in ministry and everything and say, no, you are powerful. You have a call of God on your life. You are amazing. God has something, you know, amazing for you. And I started speaking those things and saying, wait a minute, this is so true. He does have an amazing plan for my life. You know, I love that. And it reminds me of Jeremiah 29, 11. And the word says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to give you a future and a hope. Can I tell you that God is declaring his promises over you today? I love what Veronica said. She said that she needed to change her mindset and stop believing the lies. Today, maybe you're so bound up in the lies of the enemy. He's telling you you're, you're not loved. Nobody cares about you. Nobody's in your corner. You might as well quit and give up. This is the only kind of love you can ever get. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You know, John chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. We want to invite you to accept Jesus into your life today as your Savior Pick up your phone and give us a call, 757-420-2625, and say, Jesus, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior, and Lord, take me from the pit of brokenness to the peak of wholeness. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Joy with Danette Crawford today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. You can learn more at www.danettecrawford.com. Every day, we're making a difference in the lives of at-risk youth and single moms through over 23 community outreach programs. Will you give your best gift today and help us bring hope to the hurting? To find out more or to give a gift, 
go online to www.danettecrawford.com.